Single-use is a hot topic in endoscopy. Single-use endoscopes are being introduced at record pace by several players in the market. It is said that single-use endoscopes represent a possible solution to transmission of infection during ERCP, but that more data is needed on their functionality, financial implications and environmental impact or sustainability before their wider adoption into clinical practice. Today, we will discuss the pros and cons of single-use and reusable endoscopes with Professor Dr. Felix Hert, Medical Director of the Department of Internal Medicine and Pneumology at the Thorax Clinic in Heidelberg, and Paul Caesar, Reprocessing and Infection Control Leader at Pentox Medical EMEA. Thank you for tuning in to the second episode of Patient Safety in Endoscopy, the podcast. A warm welcome to both of you, uh, Felix and Paul. Uh, let's dive right into the topic, I would say. Um, so first question uh, to you, Felix. What do you think of the increasing usage of single-use endoscopes in the field? Yeah, Mali, thanks a lot for the kind invitation and the opportunity to debate um, the future of single-use endoscopes. We have uh, single-use endoscopes in our portfolio since a couple of years, but especially now the pandemic situation really thrives a lot. Uh, so therefore, we're using the scopes, especially in infectious patients in ICU settings, uh, to be sure that there's no transmissions from patient A to patient B. And also, even due to the de development of Pentax, uh, there have been a dramatically improve of the quality of the single-use bronchoscope. So the, the, the light, the view is better, the handling gets better. So there have been really dramatically changing the thing in the possibilities we have to do with the single we can do with the single use bronchoscope in the in the last year so what we realizing starting using single scopes in the icu setting by having now access to better scopes we seeing the translation from icu to the endoscopic suites the question is always when you start using single-use endoscopes uh, a cost debate what is cheaper is a single-use scope cheaper is a reusable scope system cheaper because therefore you have to invest in more than scopes but on the other hand when you are a large volume center you have need for special scopes like an ebuscope and that is what we at the moment don't get on a single-use space, so therefore, depending to the patient population who have access to, I foresee a little bit a shift away from reusable scopes to single-use scopes, depending to the patient setting, to the volume of the hospital. And at the end, every hospital has to go through a cost calculation to figure out what is the break point that you decide we will move from reusable ones to the single-use ones. Well, thank you, Felix. It's really interesting to hear about the distinction made between the ICU and the endoscopy unit and the, the different patients uh, you see there. Uh, can you elaborate a little bit more on what uh, still makes reusable endoscopes effective um, in, for certain patients? Yeah, the, the, the point is really, like I mentioned before, an ebuscope, it's hard to imagine that we're getting that quickly as a single-used one and then you also have to, 
to go through all that ecological debates uh, because single use, I throw a lot of material away afterwards. Um, so there are questions and this is really at the end something you have to debate on your patients you have. What is the need for a scope when you only see patients which have secretion problems, which are on ICU on the ventilator, or when you just want to check the central airways, then you can do that nowadays due to the quality of the single-use bronchoscope, especially from Pentax with a single-use scope. But when you want to go for dedicated procedures like mentioned the EBUS bronchoscope, or when you want to have special ultrasin scopes or special therapeutic scope with large working channels, there is still a need for uh, the reusable one. But at the end, uh, I believe that the situation that worldwide uh, single-use scopes are more or less used in the ICU or IMC sessions, we will see more use of the single-use endoscopes in the normal endoscopic units. For example, when we have a patient who has had a metallic stent placement in the central airways and you have to work on that stent due to a stent fracture, then we knowing there is a high risk that we damaging a scope due to the metallic pieces of the stent. In such a case, I would clearly prefer to use a single one because when I destroy the, the single one, then I destroy it, I, I throw it away either. When I destroy a re reusable one, I have to send it to repair and that is really costly. Yeah, makes, uh, makes total sense that you make a distinction between different patient needs, but also the cost associated and the practicalities, and of course, uh, taking the environmental impact into consideration as well. Uh, we all know that reprocessing is pivotal for a reusable endoscope. So could you perhaps share some best practices in your clinic in Heidelberg, how you make sure that your reusable scopes are reprocessed well? Yeah, you mentioned an important point. Uh, I think there is a couple of literature available that there have been cross-contaminations through the scope of patients. Uh, and therefore, we established uh, really a standard of procedure, practical guidelines. We training our team. There are regular team trainings. We are looking that everybody is going through the whole process, assisting a bronchoscopy, handling the scopes later, and how we have to store the scopes later. Um, we always have a double check of what we're doing and all our scopes going through a regular testing for microbiological contamination. So we really have a SOP for that. And... Um, Due to that, we luckily haven't had any case where we really can say that was a contamination through the scope, but it's something you have to establish in your unit. You, and this is a little bit the point of the head physician of that unit because we are focusing on the procedure. So we want to have a scope, we want to do the procedure. When we are finished, we are finished. So the doctors normally don't take care about the reprocessing and all the structure behind, but that is something we are responsible for. So it's up to the head of the unit that he established a clear process, how you evaluate and how you control your reprocessing structures. So if I may summarize, it's indeed very important to have good procedures in place and double check moments and, uh, and yeah. So it's a good check. <laughs> Triple check. Yeah, that's a nice addition. You can never check uh, too often, I would say. 
Um, and that might be also a nice bridge to uh, our second guest of today, which is uh, Paul Caesar from Pentax Medical. Hi, Paul. Hi, Marley. Hi, Professor Hurd. You have a long-standing uh, career in endoscope reprocessing and infection prevention yourself, Paul. Uh, but first of all, let's uh, let, let's dive into the topic of today with you first. So what do you think of the, the rise in single-use products in endoscopy? Yeah, well, um, this pandemic, uh, this COVID uh, pandemic shows us more as in the past how important hygiene and infection control is. And as we look at the hospitals, of course, uh, we see in the whole world and and in our daily life and also in the hospitals, infection control and prevention of infections is gaining more and more attention. And it's regarded as a crucial topic. But when we look at endoscopy, we see uh, already for many decades, a shift from reusable products uh, to single use products, uh, like in surgery, for example. And although reusable products will still remain, the use of single use consumables like brushes or biopsy valves, or even disposable elevator caps for the newest and the latest generation of duodenoscopes could be of value in helping to reduce the risk for cross-contamination. But looking at the use of uh, single-use endoscopes on a patient, we always should look and weight the patient case, the cost effectivity and uh, sustainability, as also was uh, uh, stated by, by, by Felix. Uh, and I agree with him, uh, not one size fits all. And that's the importance of uh, a hybrid solution and a hybrid future in endoscopy. Another topic that we've heard uh, a little bit about uh, in the past months or years is sterilization of reusable endoscopes. Could you tell me what your opinion is on that? Yes, of course. Um, nowadays, uh, the reusable endoscopes are cleaned and high-level disinfected and, and dried uh, to achieve a clean and dry endoscope for the subsequent uh, patient. And I was very glad to hear that, that the procedures uh, at uh, the clinic uh, from uh, Felix uh, are so high uh, of a high quality. And yes, of course, additional sterilization could be a next step to help reduce the risk for cross-contamination. And we see a trend, especially in the USA, to move from high-level disinfection towards sterilization of especially uh, bronchoscopes proactive in this. Interesting to hear about that. And uh, of course, Felix, you rightfully mentioned that as a physician, you are not the one actually cleaning the scopes yourself. But can you maybe share your opinion on, on the sterilization of reusable endoscope? What do you think of that? Yeah, the, 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 the point is really we, we need uh, therefore scopes which are really made in a way that we can use it in the same amount of times like we now using the scope, the reusable scopes when we're putting them to the reprocessing units. Uh, and to be honest, for me, it's hard to imagine how you want to, how we really are able to build an ebuscope which can go through thousand circles of sterilization and not harming the ultrasound processors. So for sure, from my from a doctor's perspective, I would be happy to use those scopes in the same way that I use the reusables we have at the moment. But therefore, the industry must provide us with scopes which are as robust and stable as the reusable scopes we have at the moment. 
Fair points, definitely. Yeah. Uh, let's go quickly back to Paul. Uh, because I've read that Pentax Medical offers single-use, semi-disposable and reusable endoscope solutions, and your company, Paul, advocates for the power of choice. Can you explain what is meant by that? Yes, uh, with, uh, with our power of choice, we offer a broad range of uh, equipment and, and products to treat uh, each and every patient in the most optimal way which means maximize patient treatment, maximize doctor's comfort, maximize the workflow and help reduce the risk for cross-contamination. So uh, looking at the standard procedures, uh, for example, uh, we combine our reusable and uh, semi-disposable endoscopes with our uh, plasma typhoon, for example, uh, for an ultra-fast drying of the endoscope, uh, which is very important to prevent the regrowth of some microorganisms so has a, a, an important role in, in preventing uh, biofilm formation. And um, also uh, we use the, the plasma bag for an aseptic clean and dry storage. Again, all to help reduce the risk for cross-contamination, which is also important in bronchoscopy departments, of course. Yes, thank you. For me, single-use and reusable endoscopes or accessories are quite straightforward, but uh, semi-disposable, what do you mean by that? Can you give an example of that for today's listeners? Yes, of course. Uh, reusable endoscopes are of high quality and, and we must not underestimate that. Um, they can be adequately cleaned and, and reprocessed, but of course there are some difficult or challenging areas like the distal tip uh, or the valves uh, and of course the channels. But with the use of some single-use hygiene consumables, we can reach a better outcome and again working on helping to reduce the risk for cross-contamination. Uh, for example, with the use of uh, our disposable elevator cap on, on the duodenoscopes, but also the, our single-use biopsy valves, the single-use suction control valve and uh, also our profile single-use brushes. So I want to ask you, do you have any final comments uh, about the use of single-use endoscopes? So, so maybe when I can start, I think we have seen great developments in the last uh, couple of years and now having access to the newest version of your single-use endoscope really gives us the, the possibility to use the single-use scopes in the same way that we can use the reusable, except that EBUS or EOS problem. So therefore, I will, I'm relatively sure that we're seeing a clear shift from the use of the single-use scopes away from the ICU, IMC setting into the endoscopic units, and we will see more and more dedicated procedure, which we will perform with the single-use endoscope in the near future. Anything to add from your side, Paul, to that? Yes, I, uh, I think innovations are uh, moving on and going very fast and talking uh, on the hybrid future of endoscopy. With Pentax Medical, we offer a broad range of endoscopes, endoscopy products and solutions for all kinds of uh, clinical endoscopy procedures. And in my opinion, with uh, our uh, Pentax power of choice, we offer the best of all worlds. You sound uh, very reassuring and think uh, every patient and physician and reprocessing personnel will, uh, will like that. Thank you for sharing your insights today both. 
really interesting to, to hear and uh, I especially uh, thought the mention of the hybrid future was something that resonated uh, to hear about all those different solutions entering the ICU but also the endoscopy suite. Uh, for now we have to wrap up for today but if you thought there was an interesting topic and you would like to learn more about Pentox Medical's hygiene commitment please take a look at hygiene.pentoxmedical.com. And uh, are you interested to hear more perspectives on the hybrid future of endoscopy? Pentox Medical is organizing a digital event on the 1st of March, 2022. Several speakers will reflect on topics such as the power of choice in bronchoscopy, the importance of drying, the necessity and value of training and sustainable endoscopy. You can sign up via digitalevents.pentaxmedical.eu or listen to a recap on YouTube after the event took place. Thank you, everyone.